2: Hello, you're listening to me and Paranormal You with your host, Ryan Singer. Because it's more fun to believe.
3: You could probably edit this or whatever, but... Um, uh, do you want
2: me to edit this out? No, no, you could probably oh, okay. edit
3: it in any you know order or whatever, but um, yeah, so when you actually get accepted to be in the order, you have to pledge and kind of like go in and do a whole ceremony... And it could either just be with a master or a couple of the, what they call just like, well, like below a little bit. And just like a, a people that are hiring in your kind of actual, yeah, Templar degree. And, but, but sometimes now, since they want to do it like more online and more people to actually have it accessible, you, they were like, you don't need to go to a temple. And the temple that's near me is in Los Angeles. It's like, is it? Yeah,
2: is it, is it clearly marked, designated yeah, as a yeah. Rosicrucian temple? Yeah,
3: you can see the actual symbol on it.
2: Okay, so uh, yeah. just so everybody knows, I'm talking to Kelly Balch. 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 Shit. <laughs>
3: it's okay.
2: <laughs> Balch, like kind of like mulch, but Balch. Balch. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's a soft day. Yeah. Uh, so Kelly Bolch, um, a member of the Rosicrucians, mm-hmm. uh, or the Rosicrucian order. I'm not even sure how I say it.
3: Rosacroix, like Ros- any anything. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, uh, we've got to t- we're, so we're talking about, um, the Rosicrucian temple that is, uh, you know, without giving away like your exact location, like in, it's in the general vicinity of where you live. Yeah. Pretty close.
3: Well, you can say in Los Angeles. Okay. In Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, The main temple is actually in Santa Cruz or Santa... Santa Cruz, I think. No, I don't quote me on that. It's above. It's in Santa Cruz, or like above. I was just Santa up in Cruz.
2: Santa Cruz not too long ago for a short film. I next time I go up there, I'm gonna I'm going to invest it. I'll, yeah, I'll see yeah. If it is that's the
3: biggest. That's one of our main temples, and then we have one in Egypt and then France. Uh, but there's a smaller. It's called the Hermes Lodge, and so we have a. They're mainly called lodges, but um, it's not really a temple. Look, looking like, but yeah. So the lodges are not really open. And not really, there's like a couple people that chill in there, you would accidentally stumble upon it and then just be like, okay, what the heck is this? And then walk out. Um, and they do that for, the, you know, for a purpose. But if you are a mystic and kind of just know about these things, you kind of walk in, start having conversation and they'll they'll kind of take you to the back and able to have, you'll see all these, all these different type of like designs and stuff like that and the actual seating area. And This is, again, I've never been to the Lodge. And so this is just off of talking to other Rosicrucians. Um, You don't really need to go to the Lodge in order to do your Templar degrees. And like if you actually are graduating to another Templar degree, uh, they really, really recommend that and get your apron that we have, but not, I haven't been, and I'm the second Templar degree. So I'll probably will once I get higher in the order Especially once I become more into a master, you know, master degree and stuff.
2: How many degrees in the Rosicrucians are there?
3: There's almost like 33.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's uh, similar to um, like Freemasonry in Absolutely. A way. Okay.
3: We are the sister branch of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Freemasons are strictly just male, um, Rosicrucians decided to kind of branch off and then just accept all female male as well.
2: What is the history here when it comes to I've had different people reach out to me about what a Rosicrucian is or what Rosicrucian order is are there competing Rosicrucian groups in the world
3: No I mean there's like there's like the Hermetic the Hermetics or what is it called um
2: I think a Hermetics Yeah is, the Hermetics yeah, and yeah. stuff
3: and they're all we are all like sisters it's just like a same branch of Christianity You know, there's not really anything competitive. It's kind of just how you want all this information to be, to be like taught to you. And I think Rosicrucians, they, I decided to be a Rosicrucian because I've already actually believed in a lot of what they were discussing. And, and that's how that was, that's actually how I got into is like one of my friends who was a Freemason and he's a master Freemason and a Rosicrucian. So you can be in multiple orders. Because it's just like pretty much the same thing. Um, he like came to me and he was like, oh, are you a mystic? And I was like, no. And he was looking at my tattoos and he was just like, well, it seems like you already are. So he's like, come grab a beer with me later and we'll talk. And so we talked and he, I, we had just had this conversation. He was like, oh, you already know everything. So you might as well just be like a Rosicrucian. And I was like, well, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, yeah, because my first thought is like, oh, Freemasons, Illuminati, like all secret that stuff, society, secret society. Yeah. And then I actually was just like, I'll, I'll listen to it. Cause I was, I grew up Christian. I grew up going to church. I don't like the church. I don't like dwelling places of, of that kind of like assemblage, you know? And he was like, no, just like, just, you know, think about it, give it a, you know, an open mind and like, then get back to me. And you do need a sponsor in order to, to join the Rosicrucian and, you need a sponsor and then just basically like, you pay a fee. And that's, it's so simple. Like I was listening to your podcast and you were just like, is there like a secret thing? Da 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 like yeah. you just pay a fee. Cause I was told <laughs> <That's> like, <it. laughs>
2: cause someone had told me that if you ever like say you want to be a Rosicrucian or Like now you'll never be allowed in. Like I've heard like these kind of, these kind of things have been said. Like, well, the the thing about the Rosicrucians is if you, if they even know that you've asked to be in, like now you've excluded yourself from being a member.
3: Um, if I, if I may ask, like, wait, how old are they? I have and, no...
2: Yeah, I, I'm trying to even remember who told me.
3: And, like, what uh, lodge are they from? Because I don't even know...
2: Well, I don't even think they were a Rosicrucian. Okay, okay. Is the thing. Like, they're, they're going on, like, the lore of, like, these secret societies. And... Because if you go all the way back to... Um, I mean, I don't know what is taught, so we can get into that potentially. Yeah, yeah. Like, whether it's Christian Rosencrantz, um, and then there's the... It's
3: all... That's the same thing.
2: That's the same thing. Okay. And so you have, like, also the Georgia Guidestones, which are...
3: That's the same, too.
2: Okay. So we... Okay, we're getting to the bottom of it. That's all the same, yeah. Okay, so, okay, we're getting to... uh, we're getting to it now. So because there are some, according to some people, like the conspiratorial mind will say that there is some controversial statements on the Georgia Guidestones. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, people
3: because yeah. there's extremists in every different like even with you take Catholicism or any religion, you're going to have the extreme version of it. And then kind of the like chill, the chill people about it. Right.
2: The people who don't take everything too far.
3: Yeah. And then whatever resonates with them. And the same with the I mean, like, that's why I, I, I want to be on. The show talking about it because I want to debunk things and I want to talk about like, this is not super secret. We are now coming to the age of everyone knowing about a lot of the stuff that is being taught. But the reason why it was a secret before is because in this, you know, in the 16, 1400s, like if you were to talk about telepathy, they'd be like, oh my God, witchcraft and you would be killed from it. But now you're like, oh, it's telepathy. And you're like, yeah, I totally believe that, you know, and that's a real thing. We have these gifts. We're energy, you know, it talks a lot about energy. the communication of how one cell can communicate to the other and they get really in depth with science and that's what's so beautiful about i think taking the religious aspect and the secretness of that is all added and backed by science and that's mainly what the rosicrucian kind of talks about is science and again going back to the 1400s the 1500s where those times were you talk about science and they're like no you're you're dead so it had to be a secret
2: that is interesting because reading the, I'm trying to remember now, like the Emerald Tablets by Hermes uh, Trismegistus. Yes, uh, If yes. I can remember how to say that person's name, who may or may not have ever existed. Right. Uh, you know, according to some people thinking they're a compilation of, of different people coming together and using this name, much like Shakespeare maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the idea, too, of the further science goes... The closer it gets to all of these ancient intuitive uh, wisdoms and mm-hmm. knowledge that we that we've had that are that are really spe- spelled out in like the Hermetical tradition, uh, which influenced I think probably all of these secret tradition, oh, these yeah. secret societies, mystery schools, and that kind of thing. It's this ancient wisdom that's been passed down through the ages through storytelling and through other ways, and science is finally possibly catching up to some of it and that's the craziest part about Mm -hmm. this to me like you have these things that are written thousands and thousands of years ago and now science is proving that it's just like what the it's like oh
3: we're so behind like (laughs) yeah like how is this
2: why did we detach from our intuition so much but yeah the uh you know i mean that's a whole nother
3: and then and there's a big theory. yeah that is a whole different discussion yeah yeah, i was like well no never mind (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) But yeah, to, to me, it's very fascinating because the mystery schools... I mean, Manly P. Hall would talk about how back in the day, the mystery schools were... They were kind of hidden because... Or underground, as for another reason too, was this knowledge shouldn't be for everyone. Because like, like knowledge is power. Absolutely. And therefore, in the wrong hands, this can be really bad power. Exactly.
3: It's like black magic. You can use all these special tools that we have as humans, we naturally have, but given the, the kind of mentorship and te- you know, and being able to be taught how to do this can totally be used by really dark, you know, people. And that's kind of what a lot of the aspect of the Illuminati portrays is that they are still a branch of the secret society. There's really good Illumi- people that are part of the Illuminati. And then of course there's a whole other dark side, you know, the yin and yang, there's always going to be those people so.
2: Yeah, that's that's to me where it gets really fascinating. Like, which side are you going to go? Because yeah. I don't think anyone as a kid thinks to themselves, "When I grow up, I'm going to be evil." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or you know, every once in a while, it's, it's fun to play the bad guy. But currently, in at least in American society, in the entertainment world and such, it's like the antihero is so popular.
3: Mm-hmm. That's
2: and, so true. Okay. You know, whether it's like Walt White, and uh, you know, because I remember there's there's famous stories of. Um, I wish I could remember the actress who played his wife uh, on that show would be. She had to get off of social media because she was getting threatened by people like, "Why don't you let Walt do
0: be Walt?" And yeah. It's
2: like, Well, oh, you mean kill people and be a, a huge drug dealer? Like yeah. you're mad at her. Yeah, because yeah. she's not on board with being a villain and um so like that seems to be where we are like whether it's I've only seen the first episode but like Ozark's a popular show uh, yeah that I haven't talks seen it about. everyone and but it's like the anti-hero. We're we're mm-hmm. so into like, and I know in the world of comedy, it's all about roast battles. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. it's like, how can, you know, like yeah. the most popular thing in the world of comedy the last like four years has been roasts. Right, Or right. like tearing people down. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, anti-hero, roast battles, the negativity, and it's like sooner or later, the light has to reemerge and the clouds will yeah. part.
3: Right? I mean, like, it's just all a pendulum anyways. And then we talk about in the Rosicrucians and like in probably every mystic order is that you have the light and the dark, but then in between you have the warmth and the shadow. And you want to embrace both of those. That's the same thing, right? With when we're talking about roast and a lot of people kind of almost embracing their dark, it's almost because the darkness has always been suppressed. And we're, we're kind of going into the extreme and being like, oh, now we're going to embrace this darkness when it's kind of like you wanna, you want to embrace both the warmth and the shadow so we can be in this beautiful kind of between state of equal, you know, of equal.
2: That makes sense. Like, so kind of saying anything that would have been suppressed eventually would be embraced just for yeah. the sheer nature of not having access to it.
3: Absolutely. That pendulum was swing, It's just... Always like a pendulum. Okay, and yeah. so
2: then in the warmth and in the, in the shadows, it kind of seems like to me it's a space where you're you're a believer, but you also demand reason. Yeah, to some degree. Yeah,
3: justification. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Validity be- yeah. and everything.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm all about embracing the woo. Yeah. And yeah, it's but at the same time, there have to be certain parameters to which one will embrace. Or or like, yeah, keep an open mind, but also a discerning eye.
3: Yes, exactly. And that's, it's almost like if you're too nice, you get pushed over, right? Yeah. So you embracing your shadow side to stand guard helps with you being that kind person. It's a really beautiful kind of balance and harmony.
2: Yeah. I mean, Nelson Mandela wouldn't have been Nelson Mandela if he didn't stand up for himself.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So you get into the Rosicrucians, how? I mean, how is, oh, so like the friend who yeah. talks to you about this and you're disconnected from like organized religion at this point in yeah, your I life. am.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I've always, and I always have been like, I studied, I actually got my major in multiple in, in religion and I studied different religions. I'm Where'd you go to school? At uh, Caluthrin.
2: Oh, was that my doorbell? Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Hold on one second. Sorry. Okay. So uh, we're back. Uh, I (laughs) we had (laughs) we had packages uh, sitting in puddles out there, so I wanted to bring them in. Um, And we're gonna do a uh, an unboxing. Is that what the people on the internet call it? People on the internet. People, how old am I? (laughs) People on the we're gonna unbox it. Why don't you just talk? Anyway, that is an interesting thing when like how popular those videos are, where people just want to watch someone open a box. Yeah. But I guess it's also an explanation of the thing. On top of the it. surprise, but, right? But yeah, but I, I have a feeling my intuition tells me that w- at least one of those books that I cannot remember is going to really tie into maybe you've read the book or Ooh. or something. It's going to tie into what we're talking about here today. So um, so we were talking about your disconnection from organized religion mm-hmm. um, and and also we'll, we'll get into later about the empath stuff.
3: Cool. But yeah.
2: um, so you you have you have like this beer with your friend.
3: Yeah, I have this beer with my friend and he's, uh, like I said, a a master Freemason and also is a Rosicrucian. And actually he lives in Ohio. No, upstate New York. Sorry. Um, (laughs) We have this beer and it ended up being like five hours and we talk about just everything. And he's just like, basically like, yeah, we're talking about being an empath. We're talking about mysticism. We're talking about telepathy. We're talking about all what we think is now a new age type of, you know, like diving into the the spirit and like, you know, y- yoga and meditation, all that stuff. Like this is all connected. And we're, we're talking about this and and he's like, you should you should check out the the order. I think you'd really like it, like to be with like-minded people. And I was like, well, my group of friends are very similar to me. We all believe in the same stuff. And he's like, well, just check it out. And I'm like, okay, okay. It took me almost, I want to say a year, to actually have the time to just check out the website. And I checked it out. I was like, "Okay, I'll I'll sign up." And I had to have him write a letter and sponsor me. And I think that is what helps. You have to have at least a sponsor, a part of the of some order. Um, otherwise, they may look at you like and be like, "Okay, no," kind of thing. Or I don't know, because you don't do any specific interviewing process. Um, and so then once I got this this email that says like, "Okay, like." Welcome and check, you know, like basically like enter and pay this fee and I pay a $15 fee every month um, and they send me monographs and Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think I brought some. Uh, most of them are on my phone, but I have to read these specific kind of monographs. And, and what is a monograph? A monograph is uh what has what was written by the grandmaster. And we're talking about grandmasters back in when it first started, and they could just talk about they do a big, a big summary of what is to talk about and what's to come of what you're actually going to be learning. And that's the first kind of like entry monograph that you read. Um, Just to say like, yeah, okay, I want to continue doing this. And we get a monograph every three weeks and it's just basically our studies and our teachings that we, that we learn and we are given exercises to do those specific things. Like for one, um, during my first Templar degree, we had to practice reading or looking at auras. And so they go into detail, talking about how to actually look at auras. And then they give you exercises on to do that. So, and and most of the time, like, again, you're doing it by yourself. So it's like an online course, you know. Um, so no one would actually know if you're succeeding in this until you go to the lodge for your graduation. And then you kind of review and talk about it.
2: So... This is this is cool stuff. Yeah. I because mean, like right out of the gate we're getting into auras and yeah, yeah. and the like. So
3: I feel like I can talk about that now, right? Yeah. Yeah, especially with your listeners.
2: Yeah, of course. Like there's nothing's off cool. off the table. Yeah, we'll get weird. Yeah, nothing's <laughs> off the table here. The um I had the weirdest fucking thing happen to me yesterday. And I feel like I gotta tell you. Yeah. The, um when it comes to weird things, right? The night before I had told my I'd given my spirit guides, a specific request for something I want in my life to be happening, right? So I send them on a mission for me. And um, I probably can do a better job of, you know, specifically defining the parameters of this mission for Mm -hmm. them. But anyway, that's not important. And so I do that. And then I get an interesting phone call yesterday from someone who needed my help. And so I go and help this person. That's I would say that's directly related to a, a, the request I'd made the night before. Right. Mm-hmm. And
3: I'm so intrigued by this request. Yeah. <laughs> and so
2: I just needed to pick someone up from urgent care. Okay. And, oh, but, oh, you mean the request, yeah, the request from, from of, your, of my, yeah, guides, maybe yeah. I'll, I'll tell you maybe when we're done. Okay. It's a little personal. Okay. But, um, so, I mean, I do tell personal things. On here all the time, but I think at some point I, I'm trying to do a better job of defining boundaries. Yeah, boundaries, life. right? Yeah. Because, uh, and I don't want to like reference my shamanic healer for everything, but right. she did tell me that like one of the things <clears throat> I, and she nailed me on this. She's like, some of the things that you really want in this life, you don't you you need to keep to yourself. Like these are your things. You don't need to tell the world everything you want. Like.
3: But then, how otherwise. are you going to manifest them?
2: Well, I I can. Tell the universe, the universe, your spirit yeah. guides, correct? Yeah, yeah but um, I don't need to be telling every person right. I meet all the time, which I do. <laughs>
3: on your yeah, on your podcast, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like every person I meet within the first seven minutes, I'm like, oh, and I want to have a mountain house and yeah. blah 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 blah. Which I think that's is fine. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a little less personal. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I'm drinking coffee out of this like uh, thermos cup or whatever it is, and I get to the very bottom of it before I go pick up my friend, and I notice. I something goes into my mouth that's not coffee, and it is. I pull it out of my mouth, and it is one of my gemstone bracelets. A bracelet. It's a bracelet, and the night before I had taken two of my bracelets off, and I threw them onto my desk before I fell asleep because I didn't want them to like break or something while yeah. I'm moving around. Somehow, some way, that bracelet that I threw off the night before onto a desk was now in the Felling bottom near. of my but my coffee cup was not upstairs okay my coffee cup was down here all night so i pour some coffee i do the stevia you know there's nothing yeah. in the cup yeah i pour the coffee in and i you know i add my creamer and then i drink the cup and i get to the bottom and now my bracelet has somehow teleported mm-hmm. to the bottom of my cup and the bracelet specifically for me Signifies being grounded right? oh, and, like, wow. and, and staying, staying grounded and secure. And so I s- like almost swallow, swallow.
3: <laughs>
2: This bracelet that somehow some way got into the bottom of my coffee cup, and I start freaking out. Yeah. like this what is the message here?: Yeah. Right? And then I have to almost immediately go see this person, uh, where it was very important for me to remain grounded. That's when what I was with this. Person. That's what I was
3: about to say. I was like, you got... So,
2: like, I'm kind of piecing this together yeah. now. Yeah. Um, because I have I talked to my like roommates about it, but that's it. Mm-hmm. And, but like, so when it comes to like magical shit happening, yeah. Like, I may okay, maybe the bracelet somehow stuck to my arm when I was moving around the desk, but I don't even know how that would have. And then fell into my coffee cup. Well, regardless,
3: cup. it's it's kind of a freak thing, right? This is even if a freak it were to thing. stick stick so, on your
2: yeah. So I think I have crystals that are, have begun to teleport around my room. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> so I don't think there's anything too weird for us to get into.
3: <laughs> what I'm thinking is your spirit guides actually did place it in there.
2: Yeah. I think they may have,
3: especially if you had summoned them and asked them, they were like, well, yeah, I'm going to fuck with you. And I'm yeah, gonna yeah. This. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I really hope my spirit guides have a sense of humor.
3: Yeah. Oh, they sure, most yeah, likely yeah, will. They yeah. have to, yeah. uh, the,
2: uh, so you went to, oh, I remember when the doorbell rang, I was asking you where you went to school. Cause you were talking oh, about, yeah. you studied religion.
3: Yeah. I went to Cal Lutheran, which okay. is uh, what? oh my God, Method? No, it's not even. It's a Lutheran school, yeah. And I before that I went to Kansas Wesleyan, which is Methodist. And so all my Did you re- grow up in Kansas. No, I just I went there for a soccer scholarship. I'm born and raised here. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, so I I I've always had to take religion courses, right? And I was just might as well was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take some more and extra because I started getting very intrigued by. You know, Buddhism and Taoism and all the different kind of ancient Asian religion religions, and I was more fascinated with with those religions than actual like Catholicism, Christianity, and um, that's I think what's made me go into like this deep, exp- you know, like exp- expedition of of truth, and so I did a lot. Of, like I would read many different books, and I probably have read the book that we might we're gonna unveil. Um, and then I've just found that I'm definitely a mystic and I've always had people, especially like shamanic healers, um, mediums tell me that I have some type of psychic ability. And so
2: is, is, is that what we're talking about when we say mystic? Mystic the is, the word mystic?
3: is esoteric knowledge with, yeah, with energy. It's, it's knowledge of energy and the realm of mysticism of what we call mysticism of the unexplained, the supernatural and definitely being an empath and having those abilities or just a healer or any of those are part of the mystic arts and i say that and it reminds me of like dr strange
2: because
3: <laughs> dr strange is that movie is pretty spot on with a lot of things except for the
2: oh yeah the yeah like yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: that's one of my favorite movies like i i saw that and i was like that's what being what i thought being part of the Rosicrucians would be about <laughs> and i would go to like Tibet or something and, and be part to save the world yeah actually. yeah and and then yeah
2: <laughs> yeah there i'm trying to remember I, I definitely saw that movie in the theater i think i was by myself um and i was either by myself or with my brother and uh, i don't go to the movies nearly enough as much as i enjoy them but um especially as a kid i, I couldn't get enough of them but uh, i usually only see movies in ohio with my brother but I love that movie also. And we it does, should go see movies because I love movies. Oh, man. <laughs> I did, And I had movie pass for like two months before it kind of changed. Uh, you know, before like the golden dream died. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible, the deal they had. Oh. And it was... When people were upset that it was going away, I was like, this was too good to last. Yeah. In, in a <laughs> capitalism world. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Uh, okay. So anyway, so you think... Uh, so you start getting into this idea and then like you... So you get... You sign up on the website. Yeah. You're, you're doing the lessons. How long ago was this?
3: This was 2015. Okay. So yeah. a few years ago. Mm-hmm.
2: And the idea of doing, do you have to like turn in homework or you just say yeah, you've no. done it?
3: The, yeah, basically you just do it yourself. So in the beginning, especially with this symbol, and I don't know if you want to take photos and put it on your website or whatever, but this photo, they first give you this, or not photo, I'm sorry, this symbol. And after every session, we're supposed to meditate on what we just learned. And what they first teach us in the very beginning is how to actually create a space, a meditative space for us that is our own sanctuary. And then how to actually elevate ourselves to what we call the cosmic space of the Rosicrucian. So it could be like, you know, our ancient our ancient people or what is it called like our ancestors ancestors thank you i, <laughs> I was like mess that's up not ancestors the ancestors and descendants I mean, yeah. the ancestors and all the other people that were part of rosicrucians or are still currently in rosicrucians that when we meditate it's like have you ever seen beverly hills ninja yes and you remember when they're all meditating and they go to this like cloud space yeah that's basically what it is yeah <laughs> it's this cosmic realm of I'm cloud i'm going to figure
2: out who wrote beverly hills ninja I know. they definitely I'm were sure. part of
3: mystics okay yeah a lot of movies you'll come to find out of like who wrote it and they're like oh well that's totally was a Freemason or that totally was like it's blows my mind and they actually un- like in some of the monographs they tell you who was Rosicrucian or Freemason it's really cool but so they teach us how to be part of this what I call like this kind of like collective consciousness of meditation and so we kind of call up we go gather into that's our classroom and so after every monograph, you're supposed to meditate and go be a part of that, like, you know. The cosmic classroom. The cosmic classroom, that's, oh, I like that. And then kind of just meditate on And they, this is going to probably sound crazy, the teachers and the masters are a part of that. And they know that after you finish your monograph and meditate that they will see you there. And only like a couple times after I meditated and been a, you know, after a monograph, have I ever really actually felt that I was in this classroom and, and actually visual visibly seen other people there. And that's only happened like two times out of what 2015 and been doing this every month. So yeah.
2: But that is interesting if you were to ever meet that person. Yeah. In real life really, and realize really like, you know what, this is gonna, they're going to be like, yep,
3: yeah, we saw, we. Saw, I saw you at that cosmic classroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we go to cosmic school together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're in the astral you. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, I do find all that really fascinating. Yeah. And when it comes to the power of meditation, for me, meditation and really going into whether it's the theta state mm, the of theta, the yeah. of the brain waves. That to me is at the heart of almost everything. Absolutely. And
3: you can access so much power in that state. It's unbelievable.
2: And there's...
3: Which that we talk about as well.
2: Yeah. The, I wonder if, I mean, and there's no way to really get good at it except by doing it over and over and over and over and over again. And like, if you have a really good guided meditation person, they can get you there. um, Even if you're not diligent, really in your own practice. But ideally, one could do that themselves. Oh, absolutely. And at the heart of a lot of this, I think, is something you mentioned. There's nobody checking your work, which to me, some people might be skeptical of. Like, well, this is all just a way to try to make 15 bucks a month, blah, 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 blah. But to me, it speaks to the heart of what a mystery school is. Absolutely. Uh, mystery schools are for, and this isn't my idea. This is from just listening to, you know, tons of Manly P Hall and mm-hmm. all these other books. It's like mystery schools, this knowledge, this esoteric knowledge is for it's meant for seekers. yeah. those who seek will find.
3: and that's exactly what it says in the beginning is like you have actually been brought here not by happenstance, but like your own soul brought you to here. You were seeking this. And what we discovered and what I have discovered in past lives or, past parallel lives is that i've actually been a part of this order before and i'm just rejoining it in this current life so your soul will definitely seek it out and when i when you've said that you're always been so fascinated by the supernatural i'm like oh well you've definitely been part of not even an order but just been some type of mystic before in another life
2: i've had to have like i've had to yeah like either a
3: a witch or anything doesn't matter
2: yeah there's there's no way i haven't in some other form been deeply involved. Yeah. And that's just to me it's it's very comforting. Yeah. to like understand that. Yeah. And at the same time I you know we always wonder like what is our soul's path this p- particular time or this specific mission that my soul's path is on. And I don't really I guess I've never really even thought about it until just having this conversation, but I guess that's what conversations are. You kind of just yeah. make things up the whole time you're talking.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind like, of talk things out and get your, yeah, your yeah. brain going, right?
2: Like that's the thing that really blows my mind when I think about it the most. It's like constantly the soundtrack in my mind, no matter what I'm doing or saying, it's always like, man, we're just making all this up right now. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like because we, we are. But um, my soul's mission, if I had to guess, would be somehow to be, it's using comedy to try to maybe uh bring information to people's minds that yeah, like maybe they didn't think of.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like when I heard your podcast and I was hearing about some of the people that some of the things that people were saying about Rosicrucians, I was literally laughing in my car. I was like, "Oh my god, like I got to like I got to like just <laughs> debunk this stuff cuz like it was just it was just like so funny to hear like, "Oh my god, we're in order like it's so bad like." Da-da-da. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, there's bad people in anything, right?" But it's not it's not something crazy. It's not like we're sitting around in a seance. You know, there's people that do that, but, you know, it's nothing like that,
2: yeah, there's definitely the and then there's like the next level of conspiratorial thinking when it comes to groups like this, yeah, well, yeah, there's the Rosicrucians, sure. but then there's that highest level of Rosicrucians yeah. that most of the Rosicrucians don't even know about, which it's is like,
3: which is actually very true. like okay, it goes into like, how once you become a master for, you know, like Rosicrucian and then you get into being part of the Illuminati studies. Cause again, this is all, we're all, it's all part of the same thing. And you'll even get into a lot of different things, but they will say in almost every single monograph, this is universal law and universal law is very, very it's, it, it's uphol- it upheld with, how do I actually say this with source? And if you are done or will be doing anything negative, you will absolutely pay the pr- the cost on that and pay the price on that. And so like, and what I mean by nu- universal law, like have you heard that before?
2: Yes, that's a that's one of the main, I don't want to say tenants, but it's one of the main pieces of information I took away from like the Emerald Tablets. Yeah. And this oh, yeah. universal okay. law and source and it's like, and Manly P. Hall talks about it a bunch, but the, it's like whether you like it or not, you cannot, break universal law yeah without yeah. facing some kind of consequence. karma oh my yeah. god
3: the worst karma and that's what i just have to laugh with about people thinking certain people are illuminati is like well regardless they're gonna have karma and it's gonna be exploited for sure um with anything and they can do this in this life or any other life it's gonna be really bad karma and they got like just imagine like a fleet of star wars fleet just like like drilling them with all the different <laughs> stuff like you're not going to be going anywhere like it's not you're not going to succeed
2: i wonder if you're into the idea of every time we incarnate and in whatever physical manifestation our soul chooses if you if like you're into that idea like what is the what is the soul's lesson to learn manifesting as one of these people who you know is like "Quote unquote," the Illuminati, like let's say, like the Koch brothers. Mm-hmm. I think that's like oh. a modern day example that some people could really wrap their brain around, as far as you know, funneling all this money into like "quote unquote" educational societies and think tanks. Mm-hmm. You know, paying scientists essentially to to make a lot of people believe that climate change isn't real and all this, like basically destroying the earth for for. for Financial gain.
3: Yeah, being bad people. So,
2: like, I wonder what lesson their souls decided they had to learn.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know and, I mean? and to be honest, like, this is what I mean by not obeying universal law. Because a lot of people will argue that these specific people will not try to actually die. Because they know that when they reincarnate, that they're not going to be in a good position in the next current life do you kind of get what i'm saying yeah i do without so, the yeah. weirdest way of saying like but basically like there is a certain type of and en- like energy exchange that you can pass along and that's why like having kids is so important right if you put in quote-unquote like magic and put your type of energy soul into one of your kids you're basically continue living and continuing on to that path so to get really weird with this what I'm trying to say is that, like, these people have a plan, and their plan is basically not to really die, to reincarnate into into, another, into karma, basically, because they will reincarnate into karma.
2: I wonder if, like, because regardless of whether the planet Earth is destroyed, mm-hmm. which... The planet Earth will never be destroyed unless by some like super celestial like event, right? Right. And it may be, it may become inhabitable for human beings, but that doesn't mean the Earth is going anywhere. It'll just be a form of itself that can't keep human beings on it because yeah. of what human beings did to it. Right. And that doesn't mean the Earth is dying. The Earth is just changed in a way incompatible with us. But our souls if we're gonna go with this through line that our souls will reincarnate as something or you know, keep going, it might not be on Earth, Correct. I guess. Correct, exactly. Um, yeah. So the idea that if Earth becomes inhabitable for human beings, that doesn't mean that we can't reincarnate.
3: Uh, yeah, right. And, and if you were to look at it like levels, right? The Earth is said to be on a third dimension going into its fourth, or now it's like fourth dimension. We are going to be, if you are like, if you are full, you know, if you're very harmonized in your own self and and balanced, you are absolutely going to be what I call graduating into different and dim- in higher dimensions. And those people like the Cook brothers are going to s- be stuck in that same dimension as well. And and that's why, like the fear of them reincarnating, is is that they would get go even lower. Um, so absolutely like you're right the earth is going to be there but it's all in different dimensions and so that's different, why you
2: got these really rich people who yeah. want who are at the forefront of the transhumanist movement, uh, who want to figure out i have to figure out how to download my consciousness into an immortal robot absolutely suit because i don't want to have to reincarnate into oh, the into the the level of uh, the vibration of the lower dimension that yes. i know i'm going to be
3: so funny what's the have you seen on netflix there's this new uh in- carbureted oh dang it i forgot what it's called there's a new netflix show and it's called like I'm carbon
2: dated carbon
3: da- carbon
2: Carbonated or I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to look it up. I'm reading this book called House of Leaves. Have you heard of it? Uh-uh. It's by uh, the author is Daniel Lewandowski, I believe is his name. And it's like a 600, 700 page fiction. Mm-hmm. And it is insanity. It's like reading a person who is multiple people who are losing their mind. And oh, it, like sometimes you have to turn the book upside down to read it. Um, all the footnotes are part of the book and it's like a different story happening in the footnotes. What? So you have to go back and forth and back and forth like throughout. And it's insanity. And um,
3: The author is insa- insane or? Well, just the, it's...
2: the narrator. The narrator, okay. Um, Seemingly is headed that direction to where I've had to sleep with my lights on in yeah. my room. Oh, I'm going to get because, this book. Not because it scared me as much as it just fucked, it like yeah. fucked with me so badly psychologically. And... It's a fascinating book, and a lot of people start to read it. I guess not, you know, much fewer finish it. Right, it's just so heavy. But I'm determined, and so I'm not watching any new TV shows. Okay, okay. Until I finish this book,
3: it's not. It's not new. It's been out for a year now, or a couple of years. Um, but basically, what exactly what you said. It's all technology, and they just dis- and they figure they find out how to actually put one's soul into like this chip, and yeah, it's like the I'm like watching this. I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely been part of what's happening. So many things that are out right now—it's I—it's laughable to say that this is actually not science fiction.
2: Yeah, I try to tell people that all the it's time. It's not. I'm like like when I'm doing shows sometimes on the road, I'll just be like, "We are living in science we, fiction. We
3: are the future is literally now." Like
2: right I'm telling, I tell people like Russia has officially publicly said by 2045 they will have teleportation. Yeah, yeah. that's like 20 some years. Which we already now. have. Yeah, right. And so yeah. it's like we. And people are just kind of on the. It's like, eh. and I'm like, no, no, no. This isn't. You got to wrap your mind around. And, it. and sure, it's like our physical bodies and maybe our emotional selves are aren't able to process how fast we've move, moved moved yeah. through this. Like, I don't think we're capable currently. Some of us are, me not included in this group. <laughs> Processing global pain. To me, yeah. that is one of the biggest problems that we're faced with currently when the connectivity of the world yeah emotionally and spiritually how do we now suddenly have to process the death or the loss that seven billion plus people experience on a daily basis and when it used to Mm. just be our village that's difficult enough one family member yeah and now we've got access to the pain and suffering of seven billion people and it's overwhelming, yeah, and I think it's made people kind of crazy to a certain degree. Oh, absolutely! Trying to figure out how to process this. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine having like one garbage disposal at the, you know, at like a landfill, you know.
3: Oh God, yeah, or
2: something like that. That oh, is a or, great analogy. Yeah, and it, that like okay, no, it's it's jammed. Yeah, the blades are jammed.
3: Well, that's why. That's why. Like, and I'm not saying like the order is here to help. That there are many different things out there right now that are, are here to help with that process with body, mind, spirit, because it is going to be continu continuously going to be a third dimensional type of pain.
2: Is that because of the transition that we're in? Is it, is this, I'm is this so glad it? you
3: brought that up? Yes, it's absolutely. They, there is a, it's written in one of the monographs that one, once one is transitioning into d- different dimensions, what we call the left behind left behind kind of thing. The people that aren't able to actually raise the vibration in order to actually transfer into the other current or the fourth dimension are going to absolutely lose their minds. And, and it could be in any way, it could be just depression. It could be autoimmune diseases, cancer, um, any type of kind of other illnesses. And that's all part of you're not preparing your own body and vibration to be being, being able to graduate into a higher dimension. And that's such a true thing. It's so important.
2: I always wondered who was going to be in the zoos of the future. Yeah. Um, you know, like in a comedic way, like, you know, apes didn't think that in the future they'd be in cages right. with their <laughs> distant descendants, like looking at them. Right, right. So, and I try, I would try the joke for a couple of years, and it just never really worked uh, for some reason. Where it's oh, like, oh, that's interesting. It'd be like, you know, I, one of the, the dumb jokes was like, you know, there'd be like a, a a cage where there was a guy with a and the kid was like, what's that? And the father's like, oh, it's a wallet chain. You know, oh. like, <laughs> like nobody yeah. with those made it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but exactly, like there, and like, right? there's like a, and then another section of the zoo has like the gender construct exhibit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it is interesting to think that you know, I guess the left behind what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And I don't know how much personal responsibility one has to take here. Uh, because well, that's it, why you have
3: your spirit guides. Okay. And being known to that too. And that's what's so awesome that you actually were like, you know what, I'm just, whether you believe in spirit guides or not, you have people helping you. Um, and you can feel that if you actually just were to just sit and be like, you know, like, yeah, like I run my life and I'm thinking that it's like, all cool and everything or all bad. It's like you have, you are the captain of that shift and you have passengers to kind of like be the backseat drivers as well. And you just got to call upon them.
2: Now, some people may not get the opportunity to even have this self-examination, to understand this information. This was one of the big arguments, I know, coming up in Catholic school, Mm -hmm. um, where the idea was, if you didn't accept Jesus in your heart, you couldn't go to heaven. Right. Well, what if someone on an island never even heard of Jesus, right? And then that was the moral and philosophical debate that occurred around that issue. Like, is it fair that someone who didn't have access to this information or even know that there was something they could do would be punished the same way that someone who actively worked against it like let's say just for our and just for our example the Koch brothers which i don't know them so (laughs) you know it's easy to hate people you don't know yeah yeah and i try not to hate anybody but um it's much easier to hate them when you have no idea like who they actually really are right don't
3: forget they have a team behind them as well
2: yeah it's almost like an army yeah and so yeah this isn't you, they might be the face of it, yeah, but the, it's much bigger.
3: It absolutely is. Yeah. They have a whole team of of darkness around them.
2: Yeah. So if someone like the Koch brothers, who is actively, let's say, working against the spiritual evolution of of human mm-hmm. uh, of the race, what that we call the cabal. Yeah, and then you have people who just have never had the chance or understand, or never been in the situation to understand that there is a way to evolve past mm-hmm. this. Like, what is the personal responsibility there? I wonder when it comes to being left behind, <laughs> or is it just in that particular incarnation that they're left behind, and then when they come back, they have the opportunity to, to advance?
3: They, they, yeah, they. I mean, everyone's given an opportunity to advance, absolutely. And it's depending on if, like, if we're talking about something materialistic, going and actually telling them, or it's based on your like yourself and your heart and being completely depleted and depressed that you're like okay something's got to change and that one moment of that thought you are literally allowing yourself to start to accept change and being open to change and then we have forces constantly you know whatever other people or other things other beings from other dimensions that are constantly trying to work on us and work on us and tell us all this stuff but we have to be like Okay finally I'm gonna open up i'm gonna I'm gonna open up this channel and what we call you know the, the channel of that so it's like you can be in such a depressive state and then finally it's just like, oh God, I'm done or whatever or finally have any type of light you know and then that's like think you know the beings are like, thank God here I'm gonna come and help you out
2: I do love the idea of these interdimensional beings wanting to work on us mm-hmm. And I know there's often times when I'm in a situation of trying to go into meditation or very recently thinking about calling on these beings to help me in various ways, you can feel you can feel insane. And yeah. I, th- I think this is important. The <laughs> to understand that the reason and to me, like I know sometimes when I do the Ouija board And I know. uh, Oh God! Don't do the Ouija board. I'll be like, you know, some of the things are going to sound silly, Uh like that we're going to do leading up to, you know, trying to open a channel, right? And it's going to, and if it sounds silly to you, laugh. Because it it could be quote unquote ridiculous what we're trying to do uh-huh. here according to be a lot of people.
3: Be very careful by the way. Oh
2: I try to be as okay. careful and I haven't done it in a while. At least but,
3: like put like some type of protectiveness do, around. Yeah, you know? we do
2: protection okay, like okay, crystals, cool. uh you know, very clear intention. Because you're literally
3: opening your door and telling anybody to come and,
2: in. You know, I'm like I'm having I don't ever do the Ouija board with just like, Hey, let's get the board out. Yeah, let's, you know, like, uh, <laughs> let's fuck you around. Know, I do it maybe twice a year at the most. Okay, okay. That kind of thing. So but at the same time, the more and more uh, I I come to understanding my own self and things mm-hmm. like I mean, who knows if I'll be if I'll ever use it again? I don't know. You're right. So
3: I mean, there's other tools, yeah. anyways.
2: Yeah, but like when you're like in your room, like meditating or trying to call on these things, like you can feel like a crazy person. But I yeah. think that's indicative of just how closed off the world has tried to make us to that. Uh huh. So you're not actually crazy. Right. You you only feel crazy because the world is insane. Yep. Uh, in the way that we've decided to operate because we're all in a part of... We're all part of they. Like, oh, they just want you to blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 And I think I've come to realize that I think we're all part of they because we all, we're all complicit in the society and the system. Absolutely. And so... But when it comes to the, like the Rosicrucians or the Freemasons or any of these orders, it's like ways to... It's for the seeker. You have to go... You have to go seek this information. I'm all about full disclosure, whether mm-hmm. it's aliens... Same. ...or whether it's Same. knowledge. That's and, why I
3: was like, I want to like... This yeah, is BS. This is perfect. Yeah. And,
2: and like... This knowledge is there for you mm-hmm. if you want it. Absolutely. And there's sure there are certain obligations, fifteen dollars a month yeah. or other things initiation I mean, it's fees. It's a
3: dying order, anyways, because because like everyone's beginning to know about a lot of different things. Like living even in L.A., like how many mystic shops are there? Yeah. You know, like how many yoga studios, meditative guided meditative studios. Reiki, all that stuff, all that was part of the Rosicrucians. Thousands, or not? Well, yeah, thousand, but now like hundreds of years ago, and which was called black magic, and and that's why it needed to be a secret. But
2: and there's also the idea of equal exchange, mm-hmm. which I think sometimes we forget. When if you're if you're getting something of value, the universe almost demands you give something of equal value back. Yeah. And that's a difficult thing for me to understand because I, sometimes I just want to give everything away. Mm. Um, but people are more than willing to offer an equal exchange. And when it comes to like services, like like if you want to go to like a really good healer, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay for that. Right. Um, because there's an exchange required. It, and because we still value. live
3: with money and we have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And also that.
3: <laughs> then that's what going back to Rosicrucians, like that $15 fee is because it's now, it's like needing to start, <laughs> it's dying. Like we we had to close a lot of lodges. And so that's for the lodge and just to keep it up. up. And sure enough, I feel like in maybe a hundred years that it's probably not going to exist.
2: Well, that would be. That's a theory th- though. That would be a shame, I think.
3: Well, by actually it might be a great thing because that means it's no it's not. It's not needed anymore because everybody, this would be like common knowledge. Everybody's just a Rosicrucian now. Well, not just Rosicrucian, but just a mystic and knowing, it's not even a mystic. It's just knowing this new kind of learning science and a higher degree of science.
2: I'm just having this idea occur to me right now that maybe Atlantis is not a city at all. Maybe Atlantis is the actual uh, awareness of knowledge.
3: Well, that whole. And then yeah, that.
2: the great deluge, or the deluge, or however you yeah. say that, the great flood was not uh, the rain from the sky as much as the, the knowledge of the ancient mysteries and all the esoteric wisdom being washed away from most of the people. And so Atlantis isn't the city of Atlantis necessarily. It's under the sea. It's our access to knowledge. and That is very, yeah. And so maybe we are <laughs> just, and so maybe it's just this great metaphor for um, for knowledge. And so now maybe Atlantis slowly but surely the water is lowering and we're starting to see maybe some of the rooftops of these buildings that used to exist of this, of I this love great that. knowledge.
3: I love that analogy in a sense. Um, Atlantis was definitely not a city with earth's crust underneath it. Yeah. Um, but I love that analogy and that's so beautiful and so true.
2: The, uh, I, in some of these things you've been given, have you, let's talk about maybe one of the things that really blew your mind the most, uh, coming in that you didn't maybe already have.
3: <laughs> I was going to say that's hard because again, I knew most of this stuff. Um, and I'm only in my, I'm like just now graduating to be my third Templar degree. I'm in the very beginning of it. So I haven't gotten far, far into it because again, this, it goes up to 33 and then you're a master. And most of, the, most of you actually becoming a master, you're, actually, you're definitely with other masters and you're definitely practicing more with tangible things kind of that. But what blew my mind, I think, oh, that's such a good question. I'm gonna have to...
2: Or what's one of the things that when it came to doing the work, you had maybe not reservations about, but difficulty in really leaning into as opposed to maybe like, like, I I get the sense that when it came to like the aura, the aura exercises, you were kind of like, oh, this is, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But what is, was there one of the things that, that maybe you weren't like already built for necessarily that you hadn't really experienced one, up to that one
3: of the monographs i'm reading now is really diving into the actual matters or the actual like building blocks of life and talking really depth into of science i'm not so much a science person and it's so much science talk science talk that that is actually what's really oh, okay yeah. i think that's the hardest thing you tell me anything about telepathy or how to actually do that i'm totally in right but talking about the science and mathematics of things, I'm like, oh God, you know.
2: Because the language we use, it's all—it's yeah. all, it's very important to, if we're not using the same language, communication is more difficult.
3: Absolutely, that's a totally different language to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel, uh, you know, when I try to read certain authors.
3: Yeah. I'm just like, it's very
2: like this should be the, sold with a dictionary. Yeah,
3: I need a visual. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it does <laughs> come with visuals, but I'm like, oh God, no, I need like a really... Like big visual, yeah,
2: yeah. There's, uh, there's definitely for me a block scientifically as well when I get into certain things. Um, I probably need to update my dictionary. I probably need a new dictionary (laughs) because I'm using kind of an older one, and sometimes the word uh, it's got to be 80s probably or maybe the 90s. I might be over. So it doesn't
3: probably have lol on it.
2: No, it definitely does not have lol. Okay. Um, It like I'm trying to think. I, I guess the dictionary app on my phone. I do. I use have that, that too. I use that word for, of the day. Yeah, I uh, do the word of the day. I, did, I don't remember what today's word was. I, have to um, but uh, yeah, I really have to. The problem with the word of the day is, I don't do enough. I don't try to incorporate the word of the Same. day. So like, I even forget I don't about it. I remember.
3: <laughs> I wake up. I'm like, oh cool, like some whatever. I can't even think of. A there word was a it, time
2: yeah. in my life where I thought the word of the day was being uh not prophetic but it was there was something f- psychically foreshadowing about my word of the day like oh I, interesting this was a few years ago at least where i think i had like five days in a row where the word of the day was somehow nailing me like <laughs> and, and then like <laughs> predicted something that was happening in my life so you had I'm a psychic
3: like, reading with the, the word of the, of the day. day. That yeah. is awesome. And
2: it was really kind of it's I I have never seen the show, but it's almost like that God friended me thing on. on oh some yeah, show. yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> but it's pretty much just it's it seems like that show is just a reboot of Highway to Heaven, but yeah. with social media. <laughs> yeah. If, if people are old enough to remember that show. But um or Quantum Leap, you know, <laughs> where he had some kind of mission he had to go on. But you know, I, I do think that like being a member of a uh of a group that is interested in you, you, seeking knowledge is, is definitely not something that needs a babysitter. Right. So like, to me, it makes sense.
3: Your soul pretty much structure. already knows it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so kind of you're reawakening.
3: It is. It absolutely is. So when I read these studies, I almost, I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. I know that. That's cool. Oh yeah. I, okay. And it's definitely just a recap. Again, I'm only in my third Templar degree, so I'm, it's going to be very interesting. I would like to come back and let you know. Oh,
2: we'll definitely do updates yeah. along cool. the way. I wonder what the end goal here if in fact there is one. I know that's kind of a maybe an over rational way to think about like okay, what well, what is the goal here?
3: Is and they t- they kind of touch upon it in the beginning, but again, what going back to what you said of how knowledge is power. Just know that we are not a slave to any of that. We have free will and that in in itself is powerful and that we are gods ourselves. And that is I think the main main thing is that there is a, there is, they always go back to saying like there is definitely a source, main source, a God, a creator, but we are also gods ourselves if we just unlock it. And uh, how we unlock it is by knowledge of, of these things of how we were created and how to do these things. And that's the main end goal is that we are stuck into this third dimensional thing, this realm, and that we are powerful to keep on going higher and higher back to source
2: and you can understand why some people who might want to manipulate that absolutely want to keep that knowledge away from you because the understanding of being a god is blasphemous to a lot of people right and the reason i think it's even considered blasphemous is because of the control the idea of like well you can't let people know that they're all God,
3: right? You, I mean, you go to church, right? Even in Catholicism, and they say oh, the wrath of God, the wrath, like they're still insti- instilling fear, so you can actually be, quote unquote, a slave to the book and to God and, and Jesus, or
2: yeah, thou shalt not worship any false idols before right, me, exactly, and, which would be. Like, especially yourself, all oh, your self-centered, you are you are a Satanist right. if you are into serving self in that way.
3: And that's, that word alone right there is what actually a lot of the French back in the 1700s, or six, I'm sorry, 1500s were called, were Satanists, you know, and, and witches, and, and they would get burned from that. And they're like, no, like, they're trying to give people this opportunity to just be like, I do not.
2: Did you? <laughs> yeah. There's... A man I've never seen, a burly large man, and I don't even know. It probably didn't pick up on the microphones. Was just kind of slowly sauntering by the sliding glass doors, like hawking, mm-hmm. hacking up a lung. Sorry,
3: it's definitely that type of season. <laughs> he was like, right "Don't now.
0: talk about, the, you know."
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: they were these empowerment systems. Yeah, of being self empowered, and that's one of the most fascinating aspects of magic to me in the occult is the. I've started a new podcast with a friend of mine Angela who's very witchy. Oh cool. And she does a lot of magic. And one of the things that we touch on is like as a straight white guy, I've never needed an empowerment system.
3: Right, right.
2: Because I'm born into it. Right. In the United States. I've never woken up and been like, "Oh gosh, I wish I feel like I wish <laughs> I could just have access or feel like I had opportunity or power." Right. Right? It's been built in for me. And so, when it comes to magic and the occult, it's all about self empowerment. And it makes sense why, you know, that feminine energy of the world has so embraced it in right. a way that, let's say, the masculine, especially the straight white guy, has not. You don't find nearly as many witches that are straight white guys. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and so.
3: Unless they're embracing their feminine yeah, energy. Yeah. W-
2: yeah. Which yeah. I'm like, I'm like all about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is power within all of us that exists that it's mm-hmm. lying dormant and so like the rosicrucians are trying to help you tap into that yeah
3: yeah absolutely we're only just the physical version of that again you have your own type of force behind you if you are able just to unlock and do it yourself now was this
2: started like uh, the history of the group uh of the system was it started because uh, a person or a group of people felt like people were being threatened to have this taken away from them. What was, yeah, the, the church was, was okay. The
3: church absolutely threatened. And that was the main thing, which is really interesting because the symbol is a cross with a rose and Christian, like Christianity took like that. It goes back to thousands of years ago and Christianity took it. So they were taking all these different things, what they liked about these secret orders, secret, but not so secret back then. And again, I'm talking about the timeline as a thousand years ago and, totally spun it into this direction of like oh we're going to take this type of belief system and just totally make this type of enslavery with it and we're going to get all the power and we're going to make it very rich off of this because they were stuck in that third dimensional type of so they're going to be like I'm going to be the most powerful third dimensional being on this planet and so that was the main thing and we had it still it was threatened that it would be like killed off basically this type of knowledge. And so a lot of it was spread out and recreated in different type of orders in order to still have this type of teaching be alive today. And they talk about that too.
2: Well, let's get into, um, well, if you don't mind doing like a short bonus segment, um, for some patrons, we'll do, we'll do that as well. Oh
3: my God. There's so um, much we didn't touch upon. Yeah. I mean, there's so much we,
2: we could cover, but, um, Let's, um, do you want to like, and obviously they can't see it, but I do want to like, let's, yeah. can we open this? We've got a folder here that has a bunch of, uh, well, I don't know, documents, yeah. uh, Rosicrucian documents.
3: Yeah. So at the beginning of signing up, you are given a couple documents. And like I s- mentioned in the beginning, you have to print out or just kind of like have this type of almost like a passport, like <laughs> card
2: okay so this is uh
3: and you meditate with that symbol and that card and look at the things in the back
2: oh i was gonna say i thought i saw something
3: yeah and so you say those things when you're meditating and you and that is order to get to the cosmic classroom and i laugh about it because again i know this can i read the first sentence please yeah
2: the purpose of this card is to symbolize the fulfillment of cosmic law okay i mean i mean who's not into that
3: right Right.
2: I mean, who is not into that? <laughs> um, yeah, this is really cool. Um, I think if you want to like get into the uh, you know maybe some of these other documents that we're gonna look at. I mean, maybe you should jump on over to the Patreon page. I, I hate that I'm doing that to you,
1: but I'm definitely
2: <laughs> doing it to you. I changed the tier systems. It's one dollars and three dollars a month. Uh, of course, you can donate whatever you want. But we're gonna we're gonna jump behind the veil and do uh, some uh, some bonus uh, Rosicrucian talk with Kelly over there. So. Um, Let's um, plug your your website uh, for people who need um, your creative services. Oh,
3: cool! Thank you. Um, I if didn't we even can think about that. Yeah. yeah. So
2: let's do that now.
3: Oh, cool! So my website is uh, Kelly K E L L Y Balch B A L C H dot com. I am a wedding and lifestyle photographer. Um, I actually am an author of two books, and a lot of what I write about is, or what I'm talking about today, is in those books as well.
2: What are the book titles?
3: Aphrodite's Sister. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Now, those are available where?
3: On uh, Amazon.
2: Okay. Did you use, uh, or did you self-publish?
3: I did self-publish, Oh, cool. Yeah. cool,
2: yeah. I self-published a book like a little over a year ago. I loved the. How, the, how did it I go? Love, it went okay. It's kind of like an art book.
3: Yeah, you have to, it's yeah, like uh, self-publishing, you have to do all the tours yourself, you have to do all the Yeah, and things. it's crazy. like,
2: for mine, it's not like a book you read necessarily as much as like a coffee table, kind of like, cool. it's like a replication of, uh, uh, the uh, like some of the drawings I do in my comedy notebooks over the years. Oh, that's awesome. but, what's uh, it called? It's called Ryan Singer's comedy notebook. Nice. Um, but it's if you're interested in like publishing your own and like really if you have a book that you really want to write or you've written, I would suggest the the ease of Create Space uh, is. I mean, Amazon is a huge monster corporation. I use
3: Amazon. Yeah, yeah,
2: but uh, that's what I used, and it the ease of it is the ease of use is what I'm saying is great. Yeah. And you can do it. So stop sitting around and wishing you could do it. You can do it. That's, so, f- yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not getting paid by them to say that, but. No, anything, right. But, yeah. That's funny because uh,
3: just to, yesterday I was talking to two women and they're like, God, I've been meaning to write a book. I'm like, it's so easy now. I yeah. mean, the, I had to pay for editing services, but. Yeah. And I had a friend
2: of mine who uh, did pretty much all of the editing and stuff as well. Oh, so, that's like, awesome. I couldn't do that. But the. Uh, but yeah, if you really. But it's, it goes into that thing of saying, Value. What is the exchange of value here? And if you really want to write a book and you finish writing the book, mm-hmm. you're not going to mind paying someone to Absolutely. to help finish that product. Right. A little bit of money. You don't have to go broke doing it, but right. but I mean, do yourself a favor. Spend some money on yourself.
3: That's exactly right? what I had to tell myself. This yeah. is an amazing investment. This is something that is very rare that I would have never thought I did, and I'm going to do it, so
2: cool well check out her website uh check out the um the books the you know if you need some photographs taken you know uh you know you can contact through there so uh thanks so much for being here thank you
3: for having and, me uh, and yeah. we're
2: gonna do probably you know a little bit of bonus over on the patreon page which is uh, patreon.com backslash ryan singer uh instagram rai Singh, twitter rai Singh. um i don't get on social media nearly as much as i used to so um if it takes me a, a minute yeah, that's to how get i found you yeah, the uh, Instagram I'm still on board with. Instagram cool, yeah. I think is uh, probably the biggest way I'm like easily engaged, like through the messaging system there. But um, but yeah, Facebook I'm kind of over the whole Facebook Same. thing. I know Facebook owns Instagram, Instagram yep. But you know, uh, until I don't need any of it yeah. to communicate, yeah. then I yeah. guess I'm you know we are <laughs> we are what we are. But so uh, RyanSingerComedy dot com. I don't have any tour dates to announce uh, currently. Uh, I'm going to be doing a show on a haunted mansion somewhere in Iowa, and then we'll do an investigation afterwards looking for ghosts. Details of all that kind of stuff coming up soon. So uh, thank you for listening, and I hope to see you soon. And if I don't, I'll see you at the watering hole on the astral plane.